Welcome to the Astro Weekly Podcast, presented by How Now Mercurial Cow, and hosted by me, Tango Faye Batelli. This is being recorded on May 8th, Saturday, and we are going to be talking about the lunar week of May 3rd to May 11th. So, uh so yeah this is really just uh to see how the fuck this works all right so diving in this is the lunar week of winter ranging from the waning quarter moon in aquarius to the new moon in taurus um we begin as last week ended with half the sky on team venus and half the sky on team saturn team venus is insisting that things are all good just stick with the routine. Team Saturn is urging a bit of an innovative twist, ultimately for the sake of that routine. Basically, don't let comfort be your guiding light this week. Squares are successful when worked on or worked out. Some parts of your routine or system are working and some parts just aren't. Don't choose one as your ally and one as your enemy. Zoom out and inspect their interplay, especially looking at your um, Aquarius and Taurus houses. Uh, That's where, you know, most of the gravity of this is happening. So this week also features the planet of action, Mars, and the planet of restriction, Saturn, in each other's blind spot. So look out for emotional decision making that weighs the past far more than the future. These teams, you know, who the planets are reporting to, begin switching up this week with Mercury and then Venus moving from Taurus into Gemini. By the new moon, though, we are back to just two teams with Jupiter and Saturn on Team Saturn and everybody else on Team Mercury. Now, these are less opposing qualities than Venus and Saturn. So I would say the main shift in the background atmosphere would be the injection of this buzzing uh, Gemini energy to break up what's been really calcified and locked up in these fixed signs. Along with, well, uh, it feels to me like choose your own adventure weather here. Um, mental acuity will be ripe for plucking once Mercury moves into their, you know, domicile of Gemini, where they live, where they love, where they're most comfortable, most powerful. Um, but that stodgy stubbornness of the fixed signs, that who's gonna give energy between self and collective, between little picture and big picture, stuff like that, still, still very much alive. So that's our intro overview for the week. Let's move into the lunar ingresses. Uh, You can find more details on this at hownowmercurialcow.com. I'm just going to sort of glaze over what the moon is doing this week. So Monday, 
which on normal podcast time would be the day after this podcast is published. But uh, in reality, this was like five days ago. But so we're, we're going to talk like it's upcoming in the future. <laughs> uh, on Monday, the 3rd of May, the moon will be in Aquarius all day. She shifts from the 24th into the 25th mansion at about 4 a.m. And we have the official waning quarter moon in Aquarius at 13 degrees. So the moon's at 13 degrees of Aquarius with the sun at 13 degrees of Taurus. And that happens at 12.49 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Okay. Tuesday, the 4th of May. We're still in Aquarius. The moon moves into the 26th mansion after about 3 a.m. There's a short void moon from 5 to 7 p.m., after which uh, she flips into Pisces. Wednesday, the 5th of May, Pisces all day, and uh, goes into the 27th moon mansion after about 3 a.m. Thursday, the 6th of May, in Pisces all day, moves into the 28th moon mansion after about 4 a.m. Friday, the 7th of May, the moon is void from about 12.30 to 5 a.m., after which she flips into Aries and the first moon mansion. Saturday, the 8th of May, Aries all day, and she flips into the second moon mansion after about 6.20 a.m. Sunday, the 9th of May, um, she flips into the third moon mansion after about 8 a.m. In the afternoon, there's a void of course moon from about 4 to 5 p.m., after which uh, she enters Taurus. Monday, she's in Taurus all day um, into the fourth moon mansion after about 10 a.m. And then we end our week on Tuesday, the 11th, where she's in Taurus all day and right about noon is the new moon at 21 degrees and then about 20 minutes later at 12 20 she flips into the fifth moon mansion so that's what the moon does this week and uh, i want to extra point to friday through saturday while the moon is in aries this is when the moon and mars who's currently in cancer are in mutual reception they're in each other's signs okay so this means both of these planets are receiving support while in places that they're usually uncomfortable with so that's refreshing <laughs> um so this weekend acts like a lunar portal into the theme of mars current journey through cancer whichever house that might cancer might be for you so just Keep this in mind for your journaling, meditation, tarot, any other sort of like divinatory and or reflective practices is that there's this mutual reception gateway, you know, between your, your emotional inner atmosphere and your like external active orientation to the world. Um, they're having a unique kind of conversation with each other this weekend. Moving on to other planetary ingresses. We have two this week, 
as both Mercury and Venus move into Gemini. Uh, Mercury moves into Gemini on the 3rd of May, Venus moves on the 8th of May, and uh, let's just dive in a little bit. So Mercury is returning to their domicile of Gemini on the evening of the quarter moon, which lightens this friction they're having with Jupiter that was mentioned last week. This is where Mercury is most powerful, as I've said, and they will become team captain of most of the sky once Venus also flips into Gemini, and then especially when the moon uh, flips into Taurus. And then everybody but Jupiter and Saturn will be on team Mercury. <clears throat> so the personal planets chilling in Taurus are going to enter this bubbly, shiny terrain of Gemini, getting our mental cogs spinning while the sun remains in stable, persevering Taurus for a couple more weeks. So a bit more distinction can be felt between the purpose of what you're working on and how it particularly wants to be worked. <sighs> Such fun. I love Mercury. <laughs> uh, then we have Venus leaving her domicile of Taurus. She loses a bit of strength and switches gears from uh, relaxation and luxuriating into a more um, fascination. So her desires sort of perk up, giddiness and wit fill the air, flirtation flows. Venus isn't um, dignified here, but she is supported by the presence of Gemini's host, you know, slash ruler, Mercury. Um, so with wit and grace having entered your Gemini house, how are you doing there? Uh, and then keep an eye on any planets you might have in the early degrees of mutable signs because they're going to be hard aspected by these ingresses. Um, and don't forget that Jupiter is about to move into the first couple degrees of mutable Pisces later in this month. So you're... Uh, Yes, lots of uh, mutable contact coming up, especially after all of this like really um, calcinated, hardened, fixed energy that we've been in. So last comment on planetary ingresses, Mercury is moving into domicile, moving into rulership, okay? And Mercury is, um, to oversimplify, the mind. So does this mean clarity? Uh, yes, but only if you're feeling healthy and or balanced enough to handle it, okay? So if Taurus is like receiving a deep massage, Gemini is like looking through a giant kaleidoscope. And under the right circumstances, these things can be relaxing and fun. And under not, not so great circumstances, they're uncomfortable and overwhelming. So the shift this week could manifest for you as a change to something more playful or as a change to something more annoying. Just being honest. <laughs> Who doesn't love Gemini? Um, now, moving on to major aspects this week. Just to list them, we've got um, the sun squaring Saturn. Then we've got... Um, Mercury and then uh, Venus squaring Jupiter 
then by the end of the week mercury is trining saturn so let's break that down before their ingresses into gemini mercury is finishing up while venus begins to move through square to jupiter squares feel like friction okay like a hellishly itchy sweater that can't be ignored and squares usually involve some sort of unequal compromise to resolve on top of that jupiter is an archetype that expands stretches out exaggerates dramatizes with mercury this can look like communication drama or going down a hyper-focused study hole until you feel like your brain is melting but but you just needed to learn that one pinch more thing in order to form a solid take you know on the matter at hand (laughs) squares so fun and then with venus you may feel the like squeezing pressure to obtain your desires um but it could be a nice enough like hyperbole of information of information of emotion that helps you check in on if you truly want that thing you think you want or not right because don't forget like jupiter rules truth and but squares just feel like pressury like you gotta pick or decide or something so make sure that you're not just making choices to make the discomfort go away and that you're choosing what feels true but then possibly more important than these squares to jupiter the sun is separating from a square to saturn this week this square is exact during the quarter moon so it's coloring the whole week yay (laughs) um saturn restricts limits binds makes serious deepens concentrates that kind of thing so this transit can feel like a a concentration or even a constriction of self-expression and whether that feels supportive or choking is really determined by what else is going on for you so just remember this is a general aspect in the sky being made for everyone you can find which parts of your chart this transit is touching and that'll help give you a more personalized take on this phenomena and then lastly near the end of the week mercury is forming a trine with saturn and trines are supportive and flowing um and these two planets also happen to be you know as i said earlier who everyone else in the sky um as far as classical planets go i'm not looking at uranus neptune or pluto in this series um which i plan on expanding more in a a patreon container that'll be exciting but for now these are just focused on the classical planets so all the classical planets um will be on either team mercury or team saturn and this week by the end of the week they are forming this supportive trine so while we're still under this atmosphere of two distinct teams, they aren't actually in challenging orientation um, the way Team Venus and Team Saturn were squaring each other for a while. So there's this breaking up a bit, um, this like loosening into playfulness a little bit this week, as much as uh, Saturn will allow, and as much as 
you will allow. There are no planetary stations this week. Nobody is moving retrograde or direct. Um, but for reference, Mercury will be going retrograde in Gemini later this month. Aren't you excited? <laughs> and then to wrap everything up, as I've said, on the 8th, we've got Venus flipping into Gemini, handing over her team captain badge to Mercury. The moon and Mars are in mutual reception uh, this weekend until the moon moves into Taurus, putting everyone but Jupiter and Saturn on team Mercury. So the general atmosphere shifts from what was more sensual to something a little bit more mental. And I've been stressing the fact that the sky is split into two factions because this is not always what the sky looks like. Sometimes there are three or four or more factions or even everyone being on the same team. But instead, for the last couple of weeks, for the most part, uh, for the last month or so, for the most part, we've had two um, distinct team captains. Um, yeah, which all the pros and cons that comes with. So as I said, we'll be feeling a loosening into playfulness, into these mutable signs, especially with the sun and Jupiter also moving into mutable signs later this month. And that is all I have to say for the um, lunar winter from the waning moon in Aquarius to the new moon in Taurus from May 3rd to May 11th. This has been the fourth installment of Astro Weekly, presented by How Now Mercurial Cal. My desires for this series to be the astrology resource I've long been hoping to find and to share it with all of you. So do let me know what sort of information you would find supportive or inspiring in this Lunar Weekly newsletter of sorts. podcast intro one day and I guess today's that day um so the piece you just heard before was like a like single take one one take and it was it wasn't a total like dumpster fire um it went fairly well I mean I've got issues with it um especially where where it's a, when I say that no planets are uh, m moving director retrograde. Every single planet is moving director retrograde. It's just that nobody is stationing and changing direction. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone else will uh, catch that, but that's what caught my ear when I kept uh, listening to it. So, so yeah, so it's got little issues, but I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna make this my first episode. I'm gonna fucking do it. Um, it just feels in alignment with the other work I'm doing. 
um, finally like building a public front to my website instead of just kind of going by word of mouth. And um, I've been doing 100 days of visibility, like Instagram live stream challenge that I'm also putting on YouTube. I'm basically just trying to come out of being a giant hermit crab. So, <laughs> and this is like really working on uh, reprogramming my perfectionist. So this is really like alchemical work at this point. And uh, I'm gonna just do it. I'm gonna let it be and let it live. Um, so uh, what you just heard was basically me reading um, the article I posted on my website, hownowmercurialcow.com, uh, where you can read back installments of Astro Weekly. Uh, as I said, that's the fourth. So I've been doing this for about a month. And uh, you can peek at my chart reading services. You can read um, the one blog post I didn't delete in the last five years, um, where I talk about, I think, like reconciling opposites, um, something to do with alchemy. And, uh, and sign up for my email list to keep up with my work because um, this is just going to keep unfolding and expanding. So if you're curious, uh, let's go down the rabbit hole at hownowmercurialcow.com. <laughs> Have a great day.